Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Thursday, January 26th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. As reparations discussions continue throughout the country, it's becoming more clear that there is not a single definition of the word. Reparations could mean a couple of different things. Jokingly, we're still waiting on our 40 acres and a mule. In one Missouri city, reparations are starting with acknowledgement of the wrongs of the past. We'll have that story in just a few minutes. A powerful Missouri congressman is interested in steering federal funding toward a proposal to widen parts of I-70. The plan to improve the interstate was the centerpiece of Missouri Governor Mike Parson's recent State of the State address. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports. Parson wants to devote $859 million in state funds to widen parts of Interstate 70. And Congressman Sam Graves had a conversation with Parson roughly a month before the GOP chief executive announced the plan in his State of the State speech. Graves says he is enthused about trying to assist with the project, which would add lanes to the highway around St. Louis, Kansas City, and Columbia. We're in the process right now of looking into every avenue we can possibly find to be able to find dollars to uh, to make I-70 um, more safe. Graves recently became the chairman of the House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee. I'm Jason Rosenbaum. St. Louis Public Radio. The embattled Spire STL natural gas pipeline has a permanent operation permit, but the company is still dealing with issues related to the project. Many owners of land the pipeline uses in southern Illinois face damage to their property years after construction. Jacob Gettings owns a farm in Jersey County. He says the company destroyed deep and fertile topsoil. And I have got a terrible mixture of soil that's compacted and that subsoil won't percolate the moisture properly to my tile system. Gettings says Spire tried to fix roughly six acres last September and wound up littering the land with plastic. Spire says it will rehabilitate damaged land to federal requirements. We have more about this story at stlpr.org. One of the St. Louis region's largest employers is expanding support of local black and Latino-owned businesses. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmid reports BJC Healthcare is investing into the pilot fund WePower Capital. The fund is managed by WePower, a nonprofit that works to build economic and political power in Black and Latino communities. BJC's investment, along with others, brings the fund's total to $1.5 million. Yoni Blumberg is WePower's vice president of community wealth building. He says WePower Capital recognizes how entrepreneurs of color have been left behind by traditional investing avenues. Unlike most lending institutions, we don't require any personal collateral or particular credit score range. We've seen that those things have racially disparate impacts, and we also believe there are better ways to assess how risky an investment is. Blumberg says the fund is relatively small at this point, but expects that will change once their investment model is up and running. I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. The Illinois Department of Human Services says the food aid program known as SNAP will return to pre-pandemic levels March 1st. That will impact more than 2 million people in the state. Spokesperson Marissa Colias says the department is urging recipients to report changes in income or expenses to ensure they receive the greatest benefit even after the reductions go into effect. We deeply recognize 
um, that this is a tough change and, and that this will affect people significantly. So we are working, again, with our local food pantries across the state of Illinois just to make resources available for folks. The department predicts recipients will receive anywhere from 95 to $250 less per month. Newly discovered prehistoric remains at Principia College in Elsa, Illinois, will soon be unearthed. Workers at the college uncovered what is believed to be a mammoth or mastodon tusk on campus. Andrew Martin teaches anthropology and archaeology at the college and says this find will be the center of a fall excavation. We have the skills and the equipment and uh, the knowledge of, of excavating one already, so the students can really jump right in and, uh, and learn great skills of recording and conservation analysis, uh, use of scientific instruments. Last time they published and gave conference papers too. A mammoth called Benny was excavated on that campus in 2014. Martin was a guest yesterday on St. Louis on the Air. Preparation efforts in urban areas are gaining national attention. Smaller cities, including one in Missouri, are taking their own steps toward righting historic wrongs. Cassidy Arena reports. On the busy corner of Lafayette and Dunklin Streets in Jefferson City, there are unraked lawns, a parking lot, and a tennis court. But it used to be a booming black commercial area with hotels, stores, and restaurants. 70-year-old Glover Brown used to live there. It was a home, it was a workplace, it was entertainment. And when I say that, it was for the black community. Due to urban renewal efforts in the 50s and 60s, their family was forced out of the area known as the Foot District. And it came through Jefferson City like uh, a storm coming over the horizon. The safety net the Brown family had built was gone. Brown says they then moved to an area with intense racism including an explosive being thrown at their house. And now, decades later, Glover and his brother Arthur are making sure this history, their history, won't be forgotten. They recently got the Foot District designated as an official historic legacy district, and the city commissioned a plaque on the district's border. Glover says when a municipality recognizes an injustice and attempts to correct a past wrong, that's reparations. Although he commends the city, he says what's happening in Jefferson City in the Foot District right now might not fit a definition of reparations. Reparations could mean a couple of different things. Jokingly, we're still waiting on our 40 acres and a mule. And Glover's thoughts about what reparations means is a microcosm of the same larger conversation around the country. St. Louis has been working toward financial reparations on a citywide level with involvement and support from its first black female mayor, Tashara Jones. It's worth noting, Jefferson City has never had a black mayor. Including in relation to what reparations is, we need to talk more about transformative justice. That's Jeff Ward. He's the director of the Wash U and Slavery Project at Washington University in St. Louis. I think the term is partly avoided now because it's not clear what it means to many people. And it means different things to different people. We're going to see pretty soon, I think, a lot of grappling with that question of the meaning of reparations. Ward and others say a vital first step in achieving reparations is for a state to formally apologize for its involvement in slavery. Of the 18 slave states, Missouri is one of nine that has not apologized. Ward says people in St. Louis and Kansas City, where both mayors are black, 
may feel more comfortable pushing for financial reparations partially because of that political representation. Ayana Shivers is a test of that question in a rural area. She became Mexico, Missouri's first black female mayor in 2019. It's about the power. And for true reparations to take place, there would have to be an exchange. And so my mindset is, don't ask somebody to give up their power because that's like, you know, you asking a person when they're in the playoffs to give up their playbook to the opposing team. So Shivers and other Black community leaders started making their own changes. There are free tutoring programs, a city sustainability project, and other nonprofits to support Black communities as they thrive. You know, some of it is understanding we deserve the 40 acres in a mule and that to access it, we may not be able to wait on someone to hand it to us. We'll just have to acquire the skill set to do it ourselves. Shivers says small-town efforts like these are reparations and can be just as impactful as those in big cities. I'm Cassidy Arena. Cassidy is a reporter for KBIA in Columbia. I am out for the next couple workdays. Sarah Fenton will be behind this microphone tomorrow. Rod Milam will handle this weekday extravaganza on Monday. Happy birthday to former St. Louis Blues center Wayne Gretzky. As a hockey fan and a Canadian, I am required to mention that every January 26th. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.